0: Welcome to the C3 Church Global podcast with Phil Pringle. Phil is the founder and senior leader of C3 Church Global, a family of over 500 churches around the world. We're passionate about bringing you fresh, inspiring devotionals to fuel your day and insightful conversations on all things church and leadership. And it all starts right now.
1: Hey everybody, we're here in Johannesburg as they say with uh, my good friend Rock Muttageki
2: yeah
1: <laughs> and his wife Deborah isn't with us and Anil Roscoe yeah and Pat
0: Ancliffe yeah.
1: who's been overseeing this region for C3 Global for how long Pat
0: since 2020 uh, 2001 Wow so, so that that's is. like over 20 years yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: so uh, rock has been one of our star pastors doing such a great job. <laughs> in Uganda and uh, has gone through a lot of challenges, but it all started when you got saved. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, um, I'm a preacher's kid. My mom is a preacher and I got saved by following my mom in our traditional Anglican church. So Mm -hmm. that, that was amazing. I continued in salvation and leading fellowships all the way through high school and then graduated at campus. So after that, I got a job with Compassion and then I had this call from God mm, right. to plant a church in a small village called Buera, yeah. and it's out of there that we did Kampala, and we've done uh, several others. Now we have four locations in Uganda, and three standalone uh, church plants, and many more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's I mean, amazing. It's yeah.
1: amazing. So Anil, you're South Africa regional director, right? Yes. You and Judy and. Uh, I was in your church on Sunday, yeah. man alive. You've come through COVID, yeah. and you're still standing, and you're mm-hmm. regathering. Wow. It's uh, an amazing thing. And you just finished building a wall.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 a wall around you. Now, <laughs> for the rest of the world, that may not seem like a yeah. big issue, but having a wall here for security, <laughs>
2: yeah. if
1: you haven't got a wall, <laughs> you can lose all kinds of things yeah. out of that building. Um, so tell us uh, how you got born again.
3: Yeah, Pastor Phil. Um I got born again when I was very young. I remember uh, grade seven and then got lost and someone said, are you still born again? (laughs) Uh, And then I really had an encounter with Jesus um, and then started going to church regularly, uh, having to drop most of my friends Um, and never have gone to Bible school, but was in a very uh, evangelistic church where Sunday mornings we were taken out to go and preach. Um, And then uh, We started becoming a little bit unsettled in the house and then Judy and I just started seeking God and we were not even knowing that we were going to plant a church. But I specifically heard God said, you must take responsibility for your family. So I was going to preach for my family and I was going to eat on a Sunday, I was going to start feeding. And then we started the church just from the ground, we planted the church. And by the grace of God, we thought we were going to have 10 people. When 10 people rocked up, God said, is this not good enough for 100 people? And then we just kind of enlarged our dream. Um, And then I casted a vision in our church that said in five years time, we'll have a building. So in in Johannesburg, in South Africa, with a small church, to have a building of your own is a big thing. Then the guy who hosted us for four years, rich man, gave us the church. Uh, God told me he was going to put us out. And then he he died, he put us out, and then God gave us a church five years later. This year we've just settled that church. Like Pastor Phil says, we built the wall. (laughs) Now, now truly, uh, when we look at the history of that church and when you look at the history of South Africa, this church was built in the segregation times uh, in 1942. This is 2023, there was never a wall before. And we knew that going after that wall. So all that wasn't built in 81 years got built in eight eight weeks. Amazing. Amazing. Well, uh, Pat has been looking after the region,
1: like we said, for over 20 years. Mm. And uh, you've seen a lot of things, Pat, right? In our whole South Africa, the continent of Africa, East, West Mm. Africa. You've had a lot to do with that. Um, Tell us something about your experience here.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think the way it started was absolutely extraordinary. I still remember the time in church we had uh, a lady from our church who was doing a, a ministry in northern Uganda. Yeah. Right. And uh, she brought with her on a visit to Sydney her operations manager, a guy called David Livingston Akello. Mm-hmm. So that was wow. Irene Gleeson, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, we prayed for them for safety. They needed it because they're going back into a war zone. And as David was walking back to his seat after being prayed for by yourself, you just said, oh, David, when you go back, we want you to plant a C3 church. Come on, and yeah. he turned around and he went, yes, sir. <laughs> wow. And that's how it started. Right. Wow. wow.
1: Yeah, well, th- I believe that that's how we've got to keep starting Come churches. On. Just saying to anybody who's willing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: let's do it. You know, and, and being willing, we were talking about this at breakfast. Yeah. It's it's such a big thing, people, to be willing. I, th- I think that might even be more important than having faith.
2: Wow. Yes. Wow. Um, wow.
1: Because I think if you're willing, you actually get faith. Come on. Right. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. But if you're unwilling, you don't. Know, yeah. In fact, you get you get reasons why you can't do something. Wow. Now, if David had said to me, "Well, mm-hmm. I, I, I haven't got oh. money. I haven't got people. I haven't yeah, got resources." Come on. All of that. But if you just say yes mm-hmm. yeah, to the yeah, Lord,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. then I think that that anything can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you know sure. what's extraordinary about that? Of course, he had no idea what was coming when he said yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> on the way back to his home, the convoy he was in was attacked by rebels. <sighs> wow. That's um, right, I remember. He jumped off the back of a truck a few oh, weeks man. later and left his wedding ring and finger on the truck. Yeah, that's right. Like all hell broke loose. Yeah. But because he knew that he knew that he knew that this was a God thing, uh, right? he knew that he was going to prevail. Right. And yeah. now in the north of Uganda, there would be something like 30-plus C3 churches yes. in yeah. what was formerly a war zone. How
1: amazing is that? 30-plus churches out of just one moment of, of, of a guy saying, yes, yeah. here I am, send me. And, and the power and resources... A company obedience. Yes,
0: that's right. Yes, yeah. that's right. That's and right. a willing heart. Right. right.
2: And of course, at that time, it was kind of hopeless. How do you come to Uganda and then come you on. start in Kitkum? Come. That's a <laughs> tiny village. Yeah, <laughs> we, we would think that anything would start in Kampala, which come is the center. On. But how it leaves the small village and then starts to influence. Uh, the rest of it's, the country and yeah. the neighboring countries is just amazing. Yeah. It is.
1: And one thing so, leads to another because my wife has fallen in love with Uganda uh, and Africa on. and has been to Kampala and yes. Uganda yes. and Gulu and uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. plenty of times and ended up building a, with Alice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us about that.
0: Go on, Pat. Yeah, well, uh, Pastor Chris came to one of our gatherings, and David Livingston says, I want you to meet someone. Wow. Takes Chris over to meet Alisa Chan, who is in this, honestly, this little town in northern Uganda. Uh, It was like a wild west town. It's called Pader, Wow. (laughs) But uh, she had established, Alice had established a place where what you'd call uh, child brides, right? So these are young women who were kidnapped by rebels, and they had kids. Right. And they were ostracized from their community. But for them to be able to be taught how to look after their kids, to be looked after through childbirth, wow. to be given a way of making an income wow. was right, wow. just extraordinary. So Chris just thought, I love what this wow. lady is doing, right. came alongside her. And it must be over 15 years now That's that we have partnered with Alice in Amazing. doing an, an absolutely extraordinary work not just in Padere now but in other parts of Uganda. Yeah, yeah wow. I, so good. Don't so you good. love that? I we mean, love it.
1: I love being part of the answer yeah. and not just shouting at the problem. Right. Yeah. Like we'd all say we're not yeah. in favor of abortion mm-hmm. and, yeah. mm-hmm. and we are definitely pro-life. We, yes. we, but, but at the same time I think we've got to provide not just an opinion mm-hmm. but build yeah. Houses Mm. like that, where women are able to actually have the children and in safety, and all sorts of other things have come out of that, like the birthing kits. That's right, birthing
0: kits, a whole um, uh, accommodation for people who are travelling into the district to stay at, where the girls have learned hospitality, right? How to cook, how to look after guests, right? So a a, a, um, an economically what, what would you say? Fragile or economically yes. um, uh, out on a limb, young woman in Northern Uganda is not in a good right. place. Yeah. But when she can uh, have skills and generate income, Amazing. then she's able to look good after a and, family. And, and, and
2: that has been multiplied because yeah. through partnerships, right. for instance, with C3NYC, right. mm-hmm. we were able to purchase property and then we've built classrooms. Fantastic. And we have so 470 good. kids mm-hmm. there in what wow. we call C3 Alive School. I didn't even in know Greta. that. Amazing. <laughs> wow. amazing. 170 kids. Yes. In school. In school. That is, that is awesome. And amazing. and it's self-sustaining. Yeah. Because of the trainings we've been yeah. doing. Yeah. Because there can be a handout. Yeah. But what has been done in these areas is a hand up. Yeah, wow. come on. So, well, we can help you have some land and start buildings but the way it's going to be sustained is the local churches in that village supporting and then the parents giving local contribution. Right. Mm. And Pastor Phil, it's amazing because yeah. this Come is on. a self-supporting school now. and
0: yeah. That's so good. astonishing. Just, yeah.
2: And that is so different to the way
1: it, Christianity has been historically. Come on. Here the West has just sent the checks and, mm-hmm. and the local... People have not developed the skills to generate right. their own funds yeah. often. Yeah. Sometimes they might have. But that is one of the unique things that you've initiated over here, Pat. Yeah. Uh, the School of Entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
0: Look, it, to make a disciple in Africa, you've got to include economic empowerment. Yeah, yeah you, you right. can't leave that yeah. to the side. Right. So yeah. Bible, church planting, doctrine, leadership, yes, but also how do you fund your family yes yeah. it takes so like, much so pressure good, off the church so plan good. so uh, to be able to understand biblical wisdom around finances to be able to budget to be able to uh, look at a small business that will support your family and then if somebody goes through all these steps and we go look so good. they're faithful then to get a, a mentor for them and some microfinance yeah. yeah and wow. and we've we've had the joy I guess, There'd be literally thousands of yeah. people yeah. impacted if impacted you if you look at family yeah. members. Yeah. But to to look at a family that couldn't afford to send their kid to school, right. uh couldn't yeah. buy them their books. Yeah. Uh, you know, the kid would go to school and then they'd come home ashamed yeah. because they were yeah. sent home. But yeah. now they go, they got their uniform, they got their books. And, so and cool. it prospers, prospers the whole yeah. church because yes. then they tithe. Right. And yeah. And that. It increases the yeah. the income of the church, and then the church can reach out yeah, without having to look yeah. overseas. And, and yeah. actually,
2: it's not been to the church circles alone. It's like yeah, an entire village, yeah, an entire yeah. village transformed. Yeah, yeah. You, you get to a village like Buera, you yes. will see a lot of youth activities, right? Soccer tournament, right? Dancing competition, right? Yeah. And then the entrepreneurial <laughs> right. program, right, in the yeah, village, it's just great, and man. this is like a whole sub county, and it's not just about church members; it's also Muslims. Yeah, someone receiving seed capital to buy right. something City and, nice. in a C three village. In a C three village, it's amazing. And then you have All church, and you have a school, and what an incredible opportunity to be on this continent uh-huh. uh, serving and ministering. Uh, and so I mean, I didn't know Pastor Phil, I didn't know Pat, I, right. I didn't know Anil. Yeah. And I know. And now we're here. Yeah. God is doing wonders. That, yeah, it is, is so amazing as we move forward.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, uh Anil, you have been not always a pastor, you were in the banking. Yeah, yeah, Pastor Phil. Well, yeah. so but recently you've made the transition out. Yeah. So Tell us, tell us about that. How, how has that been for you to no longer be in the commercial world? Is, uh, are the wages less?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, yeah, Pastor Phil, that's, that's, that was a big step. That was a big step I had to take. Um, what I'm realizing is when you, look at, when you look at it with the carnal eye, you will say the wages is less. But you're also realizing mm-hmm. that God eliminates uh, some of the expenses. And I read an article that says, we keep your life to row the boat. Wow. So 90% of managing your status within the marketplace, half of your expenses goes into that. Mm. But now that we've made that transition, we are able to normalize our lives. Yeah. We are able to see God come through in significant ways. The one big thing that I think, uh, is working for me is just my sheer, uh, awareness. Presence in church Mm -hmm. and I can start seeing you know one of the one of the one of the young men in our church in our movement we have 17 campuses we have five in South Africa, we've got another 11 in Malawi, just being able to share with them. I asked them the question. I said, hey, financially it's stressful. Do you think I should go back? They said, no. Mm-hmm. You are acting like an absent yeah. father before. Right. We could get away with a lot more <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> now that you are here. Um, yeah, we're, then, we're accountable. Yeah, yeah, and then I also had this whole thing of having Chinese walls between what I did in the marketplace and what right. I did in church, but now, I'm realizing those those are seamless, those are really capabilities you can pull into church and and just start working the ministry, Uh, looking at building teams for the region. We started the region off with six churches, Right. Uh, having this dynamic team in Southern Africa, we're now over 135 churches. We We just looked at the number of people on average we had, the average was about 25. We're starting to break through 35, 50 in attendance. Beautiful. Um, And why we're excited of having you here and and Pat here, we we have this thing about you must teach people to fish. Yes. Uh, Rather than give them a fish. But we came up with the coin. That's where seed funding came up. At least give us a rod.
0: (laughs) Come on. You can't teach (laughs) us to fish, but you don't
3: give us a rod to go fish with. Right. So now this whole entrepreneurial concept yeah, saying so we're gonna teach you to fish mm-hmm. but we're also coming in with some seed funding right. to help you through the process coaching through it. the process and so we're good. starting to see the quality mm. for a lack of a better word but yeah. the level of the people that are coming into our movement are not hungry to get they are now here to give they yeah, are, yeah. They are belonging <laughs> and, and you know I
1: I honestly believe that that is it isn't just an earmark of C three. Yeah. It's an earmark of being in the kingdom of yes. God. Come on, yes. Yes. That you are transformed from a consumer mm-hmm. to oh, a producer. Wow. On. I think. I think that's that. That could be. You know, it could be one of the most significant mm-hmm. evidences that you truly have right. been born again. Come yes. on, Pastor Phil. Come th- on. I, I think. I think that. If if you really have been born again, you're a giver. Mm, You're not a taker. And I would say, honestly, people, that the the most dramatic transformation in the New Testament would probably be Zacchaeus.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he was a taker. Right. He
1: was a taker all the time. He would steal money by fraud, by every which way. He just wanted to keep getting and getting and getting. And the moment he met Jesus, yeah, wow,
0: yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah, wow. the moment so,
1: he met Jesus, he had him in his life, he, he changed. He said, I'm going to give half my goods away to the poor yeah.
3: and everybody I've
1: I'm going to pay him back four times. Yeah, well, so he, yeah. oh yeah. God, the presence of Christ yeah. in Africa, yes, mm-hmm. in any community around the world, mm-hmm. I believe, will transform us yeah. from wanting to get and take to being people who want to produce and give. And then what
0: that does in the individual yeah. right. is extraordinary. Yeah. Totally. So, uh, Rock has told some of the stories of the guys that have done the training and got the seed capital. Yeah, yeah. So. And just to see this uh, sense of, I'm now a part of the solution around what, Perfect. And, and having all that you need, all the time on every opportunity that you can be generous and seeing now instead of being on the receiving end yeah. that they're able to be generous it's like it just puts this well, in that's God, scripture man. come on yeah. that is a scripture mm-hmm.
1: yeah. having all sufficiency in all things right. that you may have an abundance mm-hmm. for every good work
2: when you're dealing with poverty the biggest thing is the mind right. it's it's the way we think yeah. yeah some people would think it's just the money oh it's right. the seed capital mm-hmm. but right. i think it's how you enlarge your tent yeah Yeah. and if someone looked at me several years ago before Mm -hmm. joining the movement right and what i am now after being part of the movement yeah you you, you're more like i think i'm a solution to this community right i I have an answer for this village we can make it better so so good that enlargement that transformation actually is, is, is yeah, that works to go. right on yeah. them.
3: Very much so, uh, Pastor Phil. You know, you asked me about that transition. That I, in the marketplace, I've not lost my connections. Right. And about a, a weekend ago, I was with these corporate guys, really very affluent guys, really doing their stuff. And one of the guys, I phoned him up. He told me that um, him and his wife are struggling to have a baby. But in my prayer time, I'm praying. I call him up. I say, beware. Hey, uh, what's your baby's name? He's like, which baby? I'm like the one that's coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. he says, wow, what do you mean? I said, yeah, you got to give your baby that's coming a name, right? Come he on. gives me the name, Pastor Fo. Mm-hmm. But, but I have this awkward conversation with a great colleague of mine. Drops the phone. He phones me back ten minutes late. He says, you know what? We've been pregnant. Oh. And we haven't told anybody, oh. <laughs> we were just going to tell the tribal leaders. That's great. So I'm also realizing that uh-huh. our presence, yeah. sometimes we serve our community better mm-hmm. as believers, yeah. as Christians, so as presenting God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so when we were in this session, so I, I asked them, they asked, what's your next? And they tell me, yeah. we, we have something against you. Oh. You, you. You're just not sharing enough i said i thought you guys only want to talk about your world they said no we want to know what's happening in your world so just that unlocking what you think Mm -hmm. god can't do right he will do and 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 i think the continent of africa is rife and open for an unseen
2: miracle you know (laughs) when jesus casted out the devil they said
3: israel has never seen it anymore yeah. we want these unseen miracles yeah. exactly a
2: genuine move of
3: god yeah. a genuine yeah.
1: move of god yeah. and and it is uh it's such a great concept for all the pastors out there to not be just thinking that you're pastors of your flock come yeah. on they come to church on sunday but actually be pastors of your whole community yeah. yes
3: yeah. the
1: ones who are yet to be in your church wow yeah. And like that, bring yeah. them up and say, hey, just thinking about you, praying for you, yeah. checking in to see how you're doing. That's a very simple phrase yes. mm-hmm. that any pastor could do with the real estate agents Come in on. your community, the passion. local mayor, on, the, the local business people yeah. and business women. Yeah. I think it's an amazing thing. I want to talk about one more thing before we uh, sign off, because uh, we're here in South Africa yeah. uh, and Uganda. Uh, to hold two regional conferences yeah. on this continent, and we're anticipating, you know, quite a few hundred people, leaders, pastors, yeah. and teams yeah. all coming in, and it's going to be absolutely amazing. So we're getting ready for that. Uh, but uh, one of the things I have seen is that, like you said, Rock, think your thinking has enlarged. Yeah. Yes. A few months ago, maybe a year ago, now uh, you held a dance competition. Yes. Yes. For you. And over the 3 days they had 30,000 people yeah come to
2: the dance competition yeah, tell us on. tell us about that my goodness everything in Africa cuz he's a dancer <laughs> <laughs> he can dance he's got moves <laughs> everything in Africa moves this is yeah, a very yeah, yeah. young population yeah. like <laughs> so you want to build something and you know how I got that concept pastor few right um I was trying to look at how to connect to the community right. and one of these times when I was in Sydney we had a dinner right and and I asked Pastor Phil and said how would my community fall in love with our church hmm. because during that time maybe they thought yeah yeah you understand. C3 we, are don't, we don't understand what yeah. they are hmm. so Pastor Phil told me go and do something with the community right. that right. can make them to relate to you right. so one of the things that came into my mind was this dancing competition. Like, how do we get everyone dancing (laughs) on a Christian rhythm that we've made? Now, some of them are not Christians, but when you put a gift and you tell them, come. And of course, Africa is used to crusades. Yes. Yes. Two hours preaching and preaching and preaching. And people have started to resist that. Right. Like, Mm what are you doing yes. so so what we do is let's dance we'll have a gift for you and then in between we'll have an interlude of like Come 10 on. minutes mm-hmm. preach the word and mm-hmm. make an altar call and just engage Amazing. tell people that we love them so it's it's just good yeah, yeah. so
1: good to create bridges not yes. walls with the communities that we're in and anil like we recently in our global exec we we had we mapped out our next year, come on. two to three years mm. of church planning. Yeah. One of the reasons is we wanted to make sure where our funds were traveling yeah, and that people were saying, okay, we're going to do this in our region. And we've got like 14 regions around mm. the world. Yeah. So, And we want every region to be planning churches. Now, out of all of the regions, Anil mm-hmm. he had this long list of churches. He was starting, and we're going wow Mm. this guy's vision is pretty big how's that going yeah
3: pastor full it's going (laughs) extraordinary so so we believe in we must give birth to pregnant churches what (laughs) (laughs) yeah what what (laughs) not be pregnant with churches give birth Mm. to pregnant churches okay (laughs) so so one of the key things that we have is if you're not giving birth to other churches then what are you here for you're Mm. just a consumer right Uh, are you holding the people back just to build right bigger auditorium we know that takes us some time and we are on that list is to plant the apostolic dna churches but we don't want to plant churches like elephants every four years we give birth we want to go (laughs) we want to go like rabbits you know rabbits and just breed and and give birth and so pastor phil there will be some of them that will be uh, not of what we expect but it will populate the kingdom right um what we realized was a great thing is having a person like asaf having a great yes. person like jason from yeah. elvin heights backing right. us up mm-hmm. really having a heart that's jason it. schroeder yeah jason, jason schroeder. Schroeder. Yeah, yeah jason schroeder uh, really backing us up and allowing mm-hmm. us to go into places try yeah. and find and what for us is the best is sometimes we find a man in the country that connects us to the country but that's not the man of peace. And mm. we fizzle through that until we get the man of peace. So our biggest vision is uh, that we want to, like like, like when America went to the moon and planted a flag, mm-hmm. Right. we want to make sure, I want to make sure, as the regional director, that right. I plant the first flag on every country that right. we have. Right. The others can come, but <laughs> I want to make sure <laughs> yeah. that we plant a flag. But we're really set to do some significant things. What I said to Pastor Pat, you know, Africa's got an excuse. If you don't help us, mm. we have no accountability. Mm. But when the movement comes in and says we are gonna help you, yeah. we then get overwhelmed. But right. We are better for that now. We exactly. are better for that. Yeah, we are better so, for that. But but like I said, we were we were we were, originally when we started we went two countries. We're now exploring six countries. Six mm-hmm. um, on the continent. We haven't we are in relationship, Fantastic. having con- conversations. Hopefully by twenty twenty five we should yeah, key points in all those countries.
1: Yeah, our experience here in Africa, I would say, and in most developing mm-hmm. countries, Pat, mm-hmm. has been one of surging forward with a lot of interest and people yeah. wanting to be involved. Then a pruning, yeah. a yeah. sort of a a, yeah. a clarifying, yeah. a yeah. purifying, mm-hmm. as a kind of sorting out the people who really want to keep yeah. on traveling. Yeah. And so that's a normal part of mm-hmm. kingdom life. Yes, but, yes. yes. Jesus yes. said, "Look, I'm the vine; you're the branches, and the Father's going to." prune away, even the fruitful branches. Yeah, yes. come I mean, on. If they're not really going to get connected, then it, yeah. it, it doesn't work. And yes. so that's part of our movement, part of the mm. process forward. But we want to maintain that DNA, maintain that culture of faith yeah. and right. being spirit filled and empowered and people keeping Jesus Christ at the center, the center. and not hovering around a doctrine so much as yeah. around a come person. On, yes. and, and so as we Keep pushing forward, Mm. building the church. We wanna make sure that 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 DNA stays alive. And these guys are certainly doing that, thinking bigger all the time. It's been great chatting with you. Thanks so much. Thank you. Yep, And we'll see you soon. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today. Check out more content on the C3 Church Global Instagram and YouTube page. C3 is a movement of many hundreds of churches around the world, Christ-centered, Spirit-powered and connect-driven. So wherever you are around the world, I encourage you to find a C3 church near you. See you again soon.